0: Mitch Fereldis, Steve Zinsmeister, Arizona Sports Saturday. Arizona Sports, the
1: local sports leader. 3-2 pitch,
0: coming. And a fly ball deep right center field. He has done it. This game is tied on a pitch hit home run by Alec Thomas. Off Kimbrell in the 8th 5 5 game. The Game Four Hero, Alec Thomas, Greg Schulte on the call on the Diamondbacks Radio Network last night. You heard that right here on ninety eight seven FM, as well as on the Arizona Sports app. Mitch all the Steve Zinsmeister back here with you, and we go now to the Arizona Sports Line where Alex Weiner. I don't know if he's at Chase. Well, I'll just ask him. Uh, Alex, are you at Chase Field right now, getting ready for tonight's
1: game? I'm heading out the door right now. So Tori Lavella will speak to us at twelve thirty. So. Uh, Yeah, I'll be at Chase within a half an hour.
0: Okay, perfect. So you are about as restless as Steve and I then right now, (laughs) right?
1: It's, It's October, man. We'll rest in November.
2: Yeah. I love that. I, I love imagine that. Alex spends more time at the ballpark these days than he does at his house. So <laughs> that's just a that's guess. That's true. Yeah, that, I figured
1: that, is, that has been that has been true the last few days.
2: <laughs> he's also he's
0: also been taking a lot of road trips, right? Like a lot of flights. He's been to Milwaukee. He's been to LA. He's been to Philly. Alex has been a very very busy man, which is why it's perfect to follow him right now. If you're not already on Twitter at Alex J Weiner, and you can find all of his great work that he does for us at ArizonaSports.com and on the Arizona Sports app. So let's start with last night, real quick. Alec Thomas feels like the obvious pick as the hero of the night, but if you were to pick anybody else, who would you pick?
1: The hero of the night. I mean, I mean, Gabriel Moreno ended up getting the game-winning hit uh, in the bottom of the eighth inning. He drove in the first run of the game, so he's an easy pick. But um, they got some pretty good stuff out of some of their relievers. I mean, not everybody, but when you're running a bullpen game, that's the risk you run is that not everybody's going to be you know, 100%. But Joe Manaply. Great start to the game, picks off Trey Turner, gets through the Schwarber-Harper gauntlet, Um, you know, and the back-end guys, and a big deal with yesterday's game was just the D-backs' back-end relievers out-executed Philadelphia. So Ginkle and Seawald got the job done where Craig Kimbrell really struggled and Jose Alvarado ended up giving up the the game-winning hit to Moreno. So, um, yeah, it was one of those team wins where it's not really one person, although, you know, Thomas Moreno ended up with the big hits
2: since we're on the topic of the bullpen, two-part question. Part one, would you, do you think Tory should have pulled Andrew Solfrank sooner? Because he was busy walking pretty much everybody. Uh, Part two of this question is, how does yesterday's usage of the bullpen impact today's availability for relievers?
1: Yeah. So I guess, you know, that second part's the, the, the key question for today. Um, I mean, they're, they're going into today, at least outwardly saying that everyone's going to be available, but it's not just that it was yesterday, but you know, you're, you're looking at Ginkle and Seawald and Sol Frank and guys who have pitched, you know, on back-to-back days already, uh, and put in some significant pitches. So, uh, that's something to consider. On the other hand, they all got pretty good rest, uh, from the end of the Dodgers series, uh, until they came back to chase field to face the Phillies. So, um, that all plays into a factor as far as who would be available. I would imagine everybody still would be if they're in a safe situation and they need, you know, Ginkle in the eighth and Seawald in the ninth. But, um, and again, it also harps on how big of a deal today's game is as far as how the starting pitchers do with Zach Allen versus Zach Wheeler. Because both teams, it's, it's not just a downbacks problem, but it's, it's both teams having to deal with, you know, bullpens who have been taxed last couple of nights and are leaning on their aces to give them some depth. And as far as the soft break question, uh, yeah, I mean, once he lost Shorber and you have Turner coming up, that's sort of like the natural break point. It's like, OK, two of the next three hitters are righties. Maybe this is the time to go to Thompson. Torrey, after the game, said he, didn't, he thought that would put too much of a workload on Thompson based on the plan that they had mapped out. But ultimately, it didn't end up working and, uh, you know, a bad bounce and that costing them the lead for a bit there.
0: So you mentioned that both aces are going tonight. So let's transition right into that. Steve and I have talked a lot already about how Gallen is, and he's not the only one. Uh, Gallen is very much a tale of two pitchers when it comes to pitching in Chase Field and pitching anywhere else this season. How much of an advantage is it in your perspective? Because you've been watching this team all year long. How much of an advantage is it that Gallen gets the home field tonight as opposed to Wheeler?
1: I mean, I think it's always nice to get your ace in front of the home crowd And just have him pitch in that kind of energy. Totally different environment from what he saw in Philadelphia. Merrill Kelly will not be so lucky as he'll have to do it at Citizens Bank Park twice. (laughs) But, um, yeah, you know, Gallon. I I know he's had some road struggles this year. His his best start was also on the road against the Cubs and that shutout. He pitched very well against the Brewers on the road. He pitched well against the Dodgers on the road. So, yeah, there's been a couple of clunkers there. And game one wasn't great just as far as he made a couple of mistakes and they pounced on it. But, but I do think it's always nice to pitch at home with that home crowd behind you. And um, he has been terrific at Chase Field throughout his career there. So, yeah, it'll be a little bit
2: different. We're talking with our D-backs insider, Alex Weiner, here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, all right, Alex, so the other side of that great matchup tonight is Zach Wheeler, the two Zacks. So the Diamondbacks couldn't do much against him offensively in Game 1 in Philadelphia. What do you think, if anything, they could do to their lineup tonight to try to counter Zach Wheeler a little bit better? Are you working in a guy like Paven Smith, maybe?
1: That's a good question. Yeah, that's definitely something to keep an eye on because Pavin has had some pretty good at-bats. I mean, he was 3-for-3 before uh, grounding out in the seventh inning of last night's game. And they've had some struggles from some of the right-handed bats in the middle of that lineup like Evan Longoria or Tommy Pham. So um, that is a good question. Uh, As far as what Torrey is going to do tonight, I I, I, I don't really know. They haven't started Pavin in any of these games. I would imagine Alec Thomas is going to be back in the lineup uh, against a right-handed pitcher and starting in center field. Um, so that'll take away kind of the right-handed heaviness of the batting order. I, I think the move to move up Gabriel Moreno from five to three has worked out wonderfully for them, um, putting him, getting him some big opportunities in these games, and he's has delivered. Uh, he almost hit a home run in game three that bounced off of the wall yesterday, the two RBI. So uh, I, I would anticipate that remains the same. But, yeah, it's a good question about Pavin specifically.
0: Christian Walker has one hit in this series and he had been so good for them offensively in the first game against Milwaukee. And then even in a couple of games against the Dodgers, what is it, if anything that you're noticing in this series that has led to the struggles that Christian has faced so far in this series?
1: Yeah, that's one where I have to go back and look at the at-bats specifically. I mean, they've had a few guys who have really struggled to get going. I mean, Corbin Carroll has struggled to get going this series. You mentioned Fan Longoria. I mean, um, it's been kind of a grind offensively for a few of their guys and, um, they've been able to at least the last couple of games get it done with some runners on base late, uh, which has helped them win these two so yeah uh, I don't know that's that's one where um this is a good p- Phillies pitching staff, and Walker you know maybe they're jamming him up a little bit. He pieced up a ball yesterday uh in the eighth inning, but it was ended up being a deep line out to Castellanos. maybe that changed maybe that is a, a little bit of a spark plug for him to get him going because they could really use that thump in the middle of the lineup
0: right. So how about a less minutia question then if you are expecting one guy to have a necessary bounce back in this game five from the Diamondbacks lineup, is it him Walker or is it Corbin Carroll?
1: Uh, let's go with Corbin Carroll just because he's had such a good postseason. Um, they've been working him up and in a lot uh, in this series, particularly yesterday he faced, you know, lefty after lefty. And um, so they've been giving him some tough battles, this series for sure. And, you know, Wheeler, I think Wheeler broke his bat a couple of times in game one, but, um, you know, Corbin has adjusted to the league as the league has adjusted to him this season before, and he's somebody who has been so, you know, such a a staple for them to be able to get to this point, so I, it, it's hard to believe that he would go an entire series without Um, having a huge offensive contribution. So I think that's the easy pick.
2: After yesterday, Kyle Schwarber now has the most home runs in MLB postseason history by a left-handed hitter. Where does he rank all-time for you among postseason hitters?
1: (laughs) I mean, it's a good question. I mean, he's been doing this for a long time. And it seems like in this postseason, every single thing he hits is just absolutely crushed. And that's kind of who he is. But it's just, it's a, it's a marvel to see up close because if you leave anything in the zone and he gets his bat on it, you just, it's, it's a laser. And sometimes they're moonshots and sometimes they're just hard liners that carry over the fence. So uh, he hit another home run yesterday. He had uh, a three in the first two games of the series. So he has been scary for sure. Uh, as, as far as all time playoff performances, man, you're throwing me on the spot on that one. I, I, I don't really know, but as far as, Left-handed power, I mean, he's right up there as just in terms of production uh, for multiple teams now with the Cubs, and now here with the Phillies.
2: Uh, if you're the Phillies, you can't throw Craig Kimbrell tonight, right? I wouldn't
1: think so. Um he's you know losses in the last two games. the pitches have racked up a little bit. Um, but I don't know it, it again, it depends on what they can get out of Wheeler and how, you know, how the rest of the bullpen shakes out. Maybe you give Jeff Hoffman, who's looked really good, some more looks late in games and higher leverage situations. Um, you know, they've used Orion Kirkering the last couple of nights, and he has had his stumbles too. So as far as right-handed relievers in that back end go, it's looking a little bit light right now. But, yeah, maybe it is a little hard to see them going to him a third straight game. but. They do have some questions back there right now uh, based on the usage and the effectiveness of some of those guys. Alex
0: Weiner, he's our lead Diamondbacks writer with us at Arizona Sports. Be sure to follow him again on Twitter at Alex J. Weiner and keep post with all the content that's churning out on Arizona Sports. Alex is doing a fantastic job and he deserves your love. Alex, thanks so much for the time, okay?
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. Off the chase.
0: Yeah, <laughs> better get to the ballpark. <laughs> Alex Weiner joining us here on the Arizona Sports Line here on Arizona Sports.